All right. This is my first time, but uh, welcome, lichens and gentlemen. Today we're here with the Infinite Syndicate podcast for a special on on the Resident Evil 8 demo, as well as the showcase that was shown about what maybe. I will a say days ago? it was a day ago, just one day. Like a day ago, yeah. Yeah. All right. But I am your I am your first time host. Yay me! This is me, Dirty Dan, and I'm joined by a wonderful panel of people that'll go by in order of the alphabet. So, Agatha, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Agatha. The name starts with the letter A. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm a Twitch streamer and I stream uh, Zelda games and Resident Evil games back and forth. Uh, some makeup, um, a little sprinkle of cosplay. Um, I am newer to the community, but um, I'm diving in head first, so I don't know much, but I absolutely love it. I don't care. And um, yeah, I'm on Twitch, so my handle is, or my my uh, my page is twitch.tv slash Agatha with three A's at the front for triple A content. That is A A A G A T H A. Moving on from my douchebag plug. <laughs> <laughs> just got, just got to scream it out. Like, just got to scream it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Nice. So, uh, Black Shadow, introduce yeah. yourself. Evening all. Uh, yeah, Black Shadow here from YouTube and Twitch. Uh, there's only 19 days now until the release of Resident Evil Village and thousands of gamers get to live out their uh, fulfilled fantasies of being stood on by a really tall woman. I'm not going to Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thank you, Capcom, for corrupting the innocent souls of youth. Uh, oh, end at sarcasm. That, that's wonderful. All right, we got a new person here joining us, Desmond Flix. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm Desmond. I have a YouTube channel called Desmond's Flicks, and I review horror films, uh, both new and old, as well as cult films, and I am a huge Resident Evil fan. Nice, nice. All right, Deva, why don't you go ahead? All right, how's it going, guys? My name is Hey Deva, not Devu or Diva. Um, I primarily am in the YouTube space. You can find me there at Hey Deva, H-E-Y-D-E-V-U-H. I do primarily post Resident Evil content. I am going to be deviating a little bit more in different other or other horror themed media. Other than that, I mean, I'm excited to be here. Can't wait to talk more about the demo. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. Another new person here joining us. We got with the with like the best Discord name. <laughs> menstruating cheeses why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself hey i'm kiki i'm a comedian i'm a host of daddy home podcast on spotify and i'm also a twitch streamer uh if you want to check me out i'm trashed queen and i'm also eight feet tall and i drink blood if anybody wants to check me out oh my gosh no probably in good company yeah yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, though. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan and really looking forward to everything, so. All right, now it's time for the man, the myth, and the legend himself, Renegade Operative. Hello. Hello, I am extremely, extremely tired, but I'm going to manage and see if I can get some mojo going on this podcast, talking about all the stuff with the Resident Evil demo, so let's get into it. All right, let's do it. So we got the first question. Dan, you want to read it? Sure. 
What are your thoughts on the new trailer for Resident Evil Village? Hmm. Uh, so, Black Shadow, you want to go first? Yeah. Um. Obviously, we had our, our showcase for Village, um, which went not all that exceedingly long. Um, I think all in all, it was a bit on the functionary side, uh, but I think it just kind of runs along with a lot of everything else we've seen for Village, um, be it from like the, the tech demo, effectively, from a couple months or so ago, and everything we've seen is that I think this game is looking really, really freaking good. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I try. I try not to fall into the the trap of hype, which is very easy to do. Like I don't really do too many games that are coming out instantly. Um, but yeah, they only they people say there's no smoke without fire. Um, and I think there's a lot of uh, encouragement be drawn from everything we've seen. It looks glorious. Um, they've kind of picked and chosen sort of select gameplay aspects of previous series as well. Um, you know, you've obviously not. Some people are not going to be so keen on bits and pieces. Like, I, I feel somewhat skeptical with the whole RE4 inventory system thing, personally. I don't know why. Like, it's fine because it's just weird seeing it again. Um, but, like, everything looks looking pretty good. I think there's a lot of promise. Um, you know, the plot is interesting, definitely. Uh, there's plenty of characters as well, which uh, I think is something Capcom are really trying to flesh out on, which is good to see. Um, and yeah, there's plenty of promise to be had. Anyone else want to go next? It looked very neat. I was just gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna uh, follow up that very lovely description of the whole showcase with it was neat. I don't, yeah, it was, it was a great. Um, <laughs> it was uh, interesting to see a little, bit, a little bit more detail. I feel like there's a little bit more detail in like the character and like the background, like what we're gonna be dealing with the the, um, not just like the enemies, but the like the story and things like that so um from that aspect i thought it was i mean yeah it was perfectly good trailer i'm gonna they, uh, oh, oh go ahead. i'm sorry no you can go ahead. uh this they talked a lot about ethan winters in the trailer mm -hmm. <laughs> they yes, really they brought they brought that home for me it was uh i think that's who the game's gonna be about so. Yeah, this is definitely something that Fabiano um, made a point of uh, back in December. He says speculatively, I can't remember exactly the date month when we had it, but he talked about it a lot with Ethan the whole idea that you know, with Seven he was kind of a bit more blank slate. They now it's his actual sort of second game. This whole idea of giving him much more fuller character, giving him a, a more defined plot and more defined characteristics, um, and that's something obviously they're pushing. The fact that everyone knows his name and can't playing <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. Uh I I did kind of get a lot of Van Helsing vibes from the trailer though. Like it's just yes, same. Oh yeah. wow. Thank that you, Eisenberg, for that, by the way. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's it's actually looking like that's gonna be a big factor, you know. So kind of what mm. I took away from it. You know what I I'm actually Oh sorry, I'm going. Oh, it's okay. Uh, what I'm excited about most is the fact that their Capcom is really leaning into the RE engine. Like this engine is beautiful, mm. and they've showcased that in previous games. But to me personally, this is like the best I've seen the RE engine. And I'm I haven't been able to play the game unfortunately the demo because I don't have a PlayStation Four or Five. But I am super excited to finally get my hands on this. 
I mean, it's like the what the fourth game of the series that's been running the RV engine now. So it really should be looking pretty fucking good. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Um, and then even yeah. say that the first title, you know, with Seven and, and RE2, even they look fantastic. And those were early instances. Now they've had a chance to play around a bit, refine it. Now they're getting the whole of like you know the, the newer generation of consoles power behind it and really getting to exploit it. Um, you know, the lighting system looks fantastic. It's just everything looks really, really solid. Just to deviate what, for a little bit, didn't they use RE Engine as well for Devil May Cry 5? Yes, they yes, did. they did. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure that I thought correct. Yeah. yeah. It looks great. I mean, the trailer looks great. I'll be honest. I did a um a small trailer review. Everybody does it, right? Mm. And I didn't miss a whole bunch of little details that I'm very happy the you know RE community actually you know came together. It's very small, but like details that they explored upon. I mean, you know... We had the what ensemble of not just we got Alcina Dimitrescu, we had you know Heisenberg, we even had Mother Miranda in the background. We had the Moro, we had uh, who else? I forgot there was one more character in the back. Well, it was one of the other households. Um, mm. There was four of them. I forgot. Oh my gosh, it was into my tongue. But yeah, they had so the much daughter? information. What was that? Was it the daughters? You mean? No, 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 no. It was one like when Heisenberg said like you know welcome likes and gentlemen. And you had Mother Miranda behind him. You had uh, Alcina there to the was left. There was a lot going on in that shot, to be fair. It lasted about five halves of a second or something ridiculous. Exactly. It was like exactly. some weird monster like that was... Yeah, someone, was. someone pointed that out, actually, that there's some weird creature that looks like Jabba the Hutt mini, if you really pay attention. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's a lot of stuff that we definitely miss, but since, like black shadow said it happens like in a nanosecond so you have to really be yeah. paying attention yeah it's, it's, it's a lot i mean but this is where they did it like a really good way and for this trailer is the fact that they gave us so much information but yet there's so much mystery behind it still it makes you really want to like kind of dig in and gets you more excited for the game to be honest Mm -hmm. This is something they definitely wanted to do with the demo. Kind of just give you little tasters again, not give you mm -hmm. too much. I mean, you can argue the whole how they actually do the demo, which we're going to talk about a little bit anyways. You know, the mm -hmm. whole kind of idea of how they distribute and limiting of time, which is not to everyone's taste. But it does do its ultimate job of kind of giving little bits and then making people look and search the internet. And then that drives more interest. And it's just, it's mm -hmm. social media. That's what it's all about. Yep. I mean, I'm, I want to really want to know more about Mother Miranda because, I mean, even the demo, like, we got a very, very small snippet of her, right? And people were just praying to her for some reason. So I really want to delve into her, like, you know, and see what's going on. It kind of is like a cult-like experience. Like, everyone worships this one character. So I think mm. she's probably going to be actually the central antagonist of RE8. Hmm. I reckon she's. I think it's a decent shout. She's the one that's going to constantly harass. Although in in the grand scheme of things, there's perhaps more. There might be bigger people. I don't know. She might be. I'm unsure. But I think it's going to be pretty clear that she's going to be like what well, you know. She was respected and she was fine, and then she's kind of been turned by all things going on and corrupted and whatever else. I'm sure is going to be a pretty central theme to the plot. No question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, just the dolls and the people that uh, seem to worship this character a lot that was discovered uh, in the background. You know, it is it, it brings intrigue to the lore. It brings the fact are these red herrings going to be true or false? And it makes you think a lot more about the game in question when trying to uncover the mystery and solve what's going on between these characters. And I think that's the best part of Village right now, because they're saying that they will be tying in some of the lore from pa like the past RE games. 
and obviously umbrella being you know showcased and then the the four different houses so like what is the connection between this game and the umbrella corporation i mean is mother miranda somehow connected to like oswald e. spencer like how does this all correlate together you get what i mean and all this mystery i mean i can't wait i'm very it's, excited for it it's all gonna boil down to we gotta play the game to find out because that is one of the things they talked about where it's like in order to find out what's going on with the previous umbrella ties and them being in the village at first we don't know what's going on there the one thing i would give is that even like in the concept of the series this whole umbrella tie to a village in the umbrella has been quote dead for over 20 years it feels like it should be a more ridiculous concept of how can you keep tying umbrella to these things than it actually is which i think is pretty good good credit to the game developers and them and these script writers for somehow managing to make things not be completely ridiculous in concept because it shouldn't make any sense right they've been dead forever they're all yeah. dead you know wesker's dead Alex is gone wherever the hell else. Like this, it's it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like I can really criticize it, and like I'm interested to know what's going on. Which I, is, I, bizarre. I mean, throughout yes. the years yeah. they've like kind of hinted here and there. I mean, for example, when RE4 came out, you know, crowds have mentioned Umbrella, right? And then we have RE5 came out. You know, the little like you know the the flower temple area. Remember, Chris showed like the Umbrella logo. So they are dead, but there's always this like in the background. You could always feel it like there's something in the background, and you knew it might be like the Umbrella Corporation behind it, right? And it's never this like uh, lingering thing of like oh. They're just there for a quick second and that's it. No, because they constantly keep kind of reminding us that these guys are still present. I mean, hence RE7, Blue Umbrella. It's like, why do these keep like why do they keep coming back over and over? You know, and that's that's the mystery right there. And I I really want to know. And I hope that they do explain that in Village. Uh, my yeah. my last point to this is just everything that's past tense. They always tend to build more. I mean, even they had the fact that RE6 when umbrella was long like you know just over with and evaporated wesker still went out to some random european village and conceived the child from there so it's like now <laughs> yeah. now we have this like in the background <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> uh, you know not only that too remember when Derek simmons when he finally died for the final final time right yeah and his blood was Which, like trickling the final, down final or the final 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 oh final 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 <laughs> final but remember like his blood was like going down like the temple looking area right and mm. then for some reason they made the umbrella logo again right just yeah. as the as last shot it just makes you think like okay i mean yeah this company's supposed to be dead but is it really though that's that's the idea it's his legacy that's that's what they've been running on for like 10 years on the series and to be fair they've done pretty well out it so yes I'm not, and I'm not, gonna, it, I'm not gonna knock them yeah it's, it doesn't feel like it's like stale or anything it actually it's a little bit more intriguing right you know it makes you wonder why is this company so prevalent still you know that's I've a good point yeah I think it's just one of the things where it's like they don't get rid of it fully because they know that these were the original antagonists and it's something that fans flock to it's like they want to see more of this established lore i think without umbrella it would be weird to set up they tried this before but it didn't have the same impact with triso uh mm -hmm. so yeah. they're always going to be like some weird evil corporation in the background and resident evil in my opinion and I feel like even more so now, you know, people want to have stories like that, that really kind of, you know, stick it, stick it to those corporations. Let's take them down. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, having 
been playing these games since like 1996, I never get tired of the Umbrella storyline and how mm-hmm. they're able to like have their hands in a little bit of everything, even in these remote villages. Yeah, I mean, it almost feels like there's uh, some type of like uh, Illuminati, right? <laughs> you know, right. like all the kind. Of, yeah, it's like, the entire, is it, are they, yeah. it's, it's scary. I mean, who knows? I mean, it might be real, right? Oh, uh, <laughs> let's let's hope that, that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so I guess we can move on to question number two. Uh, so basically, it's just all about the demo. Like, has anyone here played the demo? Seen the demo? Any impressions? Seen it. Played it. Played yeah, seen I've, it. Seen, I've seen seen plenty of it. Skims oh. various uh, bits pieces here and there. Um, yeah, I've watched a stream of it. I mean, it's more of a demo than what we had with Maiden, which was basically a, a, an interactive tech demo. You know, you actually could do some sit, play around with some key mechanics of the game, mm-hmm. introduced to a little bit of story going on, which is you know pretty good. It lo- you know it looks very nice. Um, I've never been a big demo fan, really, personally. I just it's never really got to me too much. But I can there's there's plenty enough to delve into. Um, I'll get into the whole time thing a bit later on. We should just talk about gameplay now. But I think yeah, it's pretty solid, serviceable, and does its job pretty effectively in kind of giving people what they want a bit, but not really giving enough to kind of give away the game. Right, like That's true. It's, yeah, it's it's the um yeah it's it's just enough to kind of like kind of tickle you under your nose like you know come here um because when i started playing it uh you know i was just kind of wandering around like okay yeah it's our it's it's like re7 a little bit but then like the further you go like down the path or up the hill it's like oh okay like you start wondering like when when are the spooks coming and then i start thinking about like what the hell what what is what the hell does this village want with a baby and like and like the lady and you know the whole what the fuck does umbrella have anything to do with the little village and all those questions build up and i'm like damn it, i can't wait to play this game you know mm-hmm. it's it, like it gets your brain going not only that um oh this me personally like what do you guys feel like just picking up the game and playing it really felt like a combination just like of the past re games but like very refined you know i picked it up instantly i knew exactly the controls i mean and then the layout of like the item management shout outs to like re4 right you know so that's gonna be great i mean and then fighting the enemies is great as well like the lycan werewolf whatever you guys want to call it um like and also like she agatha said that i mean it begs more questions i mean who is this old lady that just just wandering around right outside the middle of the village and somehow these lycans aren't attacking her right and who's mother miranda who just strangles a guy randomly in the field and what about the villagers? I mean, are they all dead or is Elena still somehow alive? You know, so it, it was really good. It was a really good demo, to be honest. Yeah, I think that for me, it, it just kind of sets the tone for what I think the game will be like. You know, I think I kind of get the aesthetic of what it's going to be like, and I, I'm really feeling it, you know. Yeah. We've obviously got another one still to come with the, the castle segment, uh, yep. which I think will be probably a bit more interesting um i i reckon the village is coming you know it's a bit sparse it, in, when you break it down there's not really that much to do mess around with a couple of puzzles pick up a shotgun shoot some dudes watch a guy um have an unfortunate end and then everyone else has unfortunate ends because of course it's resident evil 
Um, but, you know, I think the cars will be a bit more interesting. I imagine we'll get a bit more of an idea for kind of more what's going on, what, what we're dealing with. I think it'll have a bit more relevance plot-wise. And hopefully, I think it might have a bit more of a puzzle element as well, which I think is still important in RE games. Um, there's still elements around of this kind of like environmental stuff of, you know, taking not just taking the puzzle piece to where it needs to go, but then obviously putting it correctly. And I hope we see a bit more of that in, in the cars, and I reckon we will. So having not been able to play it because I'm on PC, fr- from watching it, the the sense that I get is that, I mean, Resident Evil has always felt cinematic. It's always felt like a George Romero film, at least in the urban areas in the earlier uh, games. But what I am loving about this demo is that, you know, to everyone else's point, it's that that mystery, the suspense, the, um, you know, the feeling that you are completely out of your element in this village that you you have no idea of just being dropped right in the middle of it. And um, and it just feels very cinematic. And that's what I especially love about what I'm seeing so far in the demo is that cinematic vibe that it gives. I totally agree. And did you guys think that, I mean, me personally, I didn't think that they would kill off like pretty much all the villagers so quick or early in the game. You know, I seriously thought they're going to be playing a little bit more of a longer role, maybe. Maybe there'll, or... there'll be more. I, I imagine there'll be more. I mean, it's a bit I of shock so. value, which makes sense. Yeah. I, I think it's what they should do as well. It's not, you don't very often get an opportunity in these sort of games to have like a reasonable cast of side characters, especially mm-hmm. if you go back with these re games because you know in the middle of an apocalypse and well has gone off and pretty much everyone's already dead this is a chance that like actually kind of sees some villagers give them little bits of personality maybe not too much you know and obviously most of them are going to die that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how it has to be um you know but i imagine there will be some other villagers that will come across and that will here and there and hopefully someone that will kind of act as a bit of a side-ish companion so I think yeah. Jeremy needs something along those lines. Um, you know, even if it's just kind of a bit here and there and everywhere sort of thing. Uh, but I imagine we'll hopefully see more of it. And I and I think we should do, most definitely. But you know, actually, like Desmond Desmond actually mentioned, it's like it did feel cinematic, and actually that portion actually sets the tone for the game. I mean, you really do feel out you like you're out of your element. You're in a crazy, mysterious area. You're pretty much on your own. You, you feel like an outsider. Even the villagers say you are an outsider. And then the fact that they, they're pretty much wiped out so early, it just makes you think like, holy moly, these guys who's been here, settled here for so long, and they're freaking out. What makes you the outsider, you know, know any better? You get what I mean? So it, great tone setting, to be honest. Exactly. That's what got me pulled into this demo, watching it, having to see like, a villager turn and like jumping on a wall and like screaming like you know a crazy monster and then all the fire and all that stuff happening it was so suspenseful i i was genuinely shocked when you know the the one that we're kind of doing like a little mini escort mission with that she actually falls to her death i was not expecting that and that was that was cool and that's something that i'm always looking for especially in like survival horror games and resident evil do the unexpected even though we know that these characters these side characters will most likely die do it in a way where you're just like oh wow i was not expecting you to do it right then right now yeah there's there's build up to it and there's there's bags of uh it's just me mentioning the chat there's bags of opportunities as well for dlc down the line much like with the um you know the 
uh, unseen footage or whatever the heck it was called. I forget now for for RE7. Band. yeah, band footage, that's the fact. Thank you. Um, you know, of having that obviously with with that stuff and giving an idea of what was going on sort of before uh, the events of Seven Ooh. and kind of what was going on. There's plenty of scope to have something like that of maybe uh, one or two people in in village as hell is breaking loose and having, you know, seeing some eyes and sort of thing. And maybe even like maybe the uh, the lady that was featured in particular in the demo, maybe have her kind of how is she, how did she get into the house with with the guy sort of thing there's tons of scope for dlc and i'm sure they will do some that's a great that would be a very very good yeah. dlc seeing like the before and after wow that's yeah. that's a great point man that that is a very very good point yeah it worked for seven i mean with everything with uh the bakers and what happened there there's i mean there's absolutely no reason not to do it and i think it'd be you know as long as yeah. it's done a bit of care and attention i think it'd be very very good yeah, I mean, like not only that, the scope and this because remember the Baker's was an isolated event within the household. This one's obviously within the village, right? I mean, there's going to be a lot more storytelling to be like told, and not only that, like explaining how like they were worshiping Mother Miranda before the craziness and how their reaction is afterwards. Yeah, it, it feels like it'd be a bit of a missed opportunity for them not to do it. But then they didn't give Mar- didn't ever give Marvin his DLC in Remake Two when he was crying out for it. So I, oh, I never know nowadays. <sighs> okay, so I wanted to talk about my experience briefly gameplay-wise. I really enjoy Village a lot. It feels like an expansive version of Resident Evil 7, but better. Um, lots more stuff to do, lots more roaming around. Um, it was cool seeing the Wolfmen, but I feel like they were more aggressive on hardcore than it was on normal. Uh, but it's cool fighting them and seeing how to take them down. And obviously, only the shotgun really was effective against that enemy. And I died last time for trying to knife them because I was a complete idiot. But I, I really did like what they had to offer. And honestly, them doing the last-gen versions, because I played this on PS4, it was not that bad. Like... It ran, like, smoothly, at least for me, so I think wherever you're playing this, whether it's on next-gen or last-gen, you're probably going to get a lot of mileage playing this game, and um, I I really just enjoy, like, the enemy variety and how you had the villagers obviously having their own story arc. It adds a lot more to the game, and it really feels like a huge expansion to what they previously put up with re7 so i cannot wait to see what more they have to offer and obviously with the other families it seems every area is going to be different i totally agree with you like you had like a lot of good points yep like i like what you said about the amount of enemies like different types of enemies because that's that's a thing for me like i like having different things to fight you know so this one does seem to have a lot of cool stuff. I'll like, put cool. it I'll put it to you like this because um we have like the molded in RE7 and then we have obviously the wolfmen. They're no joke. Like these wolfmen are fast. They will I, I noticed that if they bite you in the back on the hardest difficulty, then you'll be close to dying. Um mm. and it, it's a lot of other things that are going on with it where the speed and the ferocious nature it's really challenging and tense. So if you're looking to say like, well, I didn't like the enemies of seven, so am I gonna like eight? I would say the answer would be like, yes, you'll really enjoy like the newer enemies they have to offer in this game because it's a lot more harder. And I don't know what's gonna happen. Obviously we have like everyone's internet waifu, like Lady D 
choking out <laughs> oh the character God. right now. Uh, so we don't know how she's going to function, and you have to take all those things into consideration. True, yeah. And also, you know, I, I think, remember in RE7, the biggest gripe was actually the variety of uh, monsters. When they, I mean, we had the mold, right? Different kinds of mold, but that was still it. the mold. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, like... Like you know, like I said, I mean, the, we got the Wolfman. We we got those guys with the cloaks inside the actual Maiden prison, right? Yeah. And obviously, yeah. got the tall lady. We got the daughters. We got Heisenberg. Seymour as well. Yeah, this this says a lot of scope for what they can do with this. It's yeah, even I mean, like bigger Wolfman and dog-like enemies, and like sort of amphibians uh, floating about that we saw in the trailer. That was like a small glimpse. So I think you're going to be dealing with like a lot of underwater stuff and trying not Ooh. to get consumed by those enemies as well. Ooh, that would be <laughs> that's that's actually really good. It really reminds me of RE4 in a sense with the Del Lago monster that we fought with Leon, obviously. So it's just setting up the groundwork. I think that's really like a good way to make the game more dynamic is just to have more monsters. Like I really like that part. So right, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I also and... want to see more variety on uh weapons. Like beyond just, you know, your typical gun or shotgun, like Absolutely. I don't I don't know what it would be, but like a chainsaw would be awesome. Also, Ren, just a small point. Remember how you said you hated you couldn't skip cutscenes in seven? Yeah. Eight lets you do that now. Yeah, it does. Whoa. Like I, I just noticed that like if you press start, well, if you hold it rather, you are able to fully skip any cutscene in the game, and that is awesome. You don't have to sit there and listen to Jack Baker just drone on and kill the police officer in the garage. You can skip all that. So I, I'm really appreciative they put that in there. Um, the only thing I don't like is the time limit. It's yeah. I, I just don't want to be limited to 30 minutes. And I want to explore and go around and search things. And it's like I have to speed run the demo and try to beat it as fast as possible because I'm going to run out of time. Uh, they're doing this with the next demo as well. And they're doing this with the multi-platform demo. And it makes no sense to me. I, I don't get why they're limiting play here. Um, I, I think... RE2 as well. Yeah, they did it for RE2, and nobody liked it then. And for Remake 3, I think they didn't do it, and now they're going no. back. Um, obviously, they uh, got a good enough offer from Sony and uh, said, uh, how will this much money do? And they obviously said yes. I'm guessing is why. I mean, the whole 30-minute thing, though, is it's it's a bit of a trend, isn't it, nowadays? It's not... Things have changed a lot from, you know, getting your old demo discs in the magazine and getting sections oh, of games, <laughs> or in rare cases, the whole damn game. As long as you didn't turn off your console, you could go through the entire thing, which I may or may not have done a couple of times. Um, but it is it is what it is. Again, it's on social media. That's what the people want to do. They want them to, like, kind of not really get a properly full uh experience of the demo so people will want to look it up and find out what they may have missed it's that's what it's all about really it's a social media campaign um at the end of the day um it's kind of obviously frustrating for gamers because you want to get your hands on it a bit more and 30 minutes is not a lot because you do feel rushed like you don't really get unless you kind of know what's going on it's hard to do everything realistically but unfortunately that's just a, a bit of a symptom of um, where we are today unfortunately and they also f feel um, like they called it. Uh, oh shit! What do they actually call it? Like, like the 
village eight eight, eight hours of uh, village yes thank you yeah the fancy title eight hours of village and um like for each region giving it like you know we're already limited to 30 minutes right to play with the demo um you know just the one time and it's done and then even limiting limiting that to only eight hours mm -hmm. I, like i don't know like i thought that this, was kind of weird and, and just like just like uh it seems like they've wanted to find some place to slap on the number eight because this is Resident Evil eight, right? It's just it was it, it's kind of shallow, just kind of okay, yeah. Then let's yeah. let's just um, how do we tie in the number eight? Let's just yeah. let them only play it like for like in the period of eight hours. It, it <laughs> should like. Yeah. It oh, should man. be noted that when the full 60-minute versions come out for both PS4, PS5, and then later on for everything else, like the the demos will be open for about five, six days. Yes, true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is only early access. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But just like thinking, like, okay, whatever. Faint, you like, don't think about that. You, you don't. You number don't, eight you somewhere. Just, you just think I get eight hours to play that, and if I'm not around, I can't do it. That's, 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 the, that's what the the interpretation is, and obviously, it's not great. Um, it's very right. strange. The problem is it's also complicated doing it this way. Like, you know, I mean, all I want to do with the with the sequence, of the sequence, uh, you know, the trailers and that is be told, okay, it's a demo. When's it going to be? And we have to be given two free screenshots of all these times for us to work out. Okay, we want. Uh, let's go down the list. Uh, my that one. Oh no, I'm not PS5. Okay, so it's not that one. Okay, skip that. Skip mm -hmm. that. Oh, I played here. Oh, I only get it in there. Okay, I'm not in that day. I've I've got you know I've, I've got band <laughs> practice or something. So I've got to, I can't do that one either. So I've got to do that one. This is no good, everyone. This is this is not the way to conduct uh, yeah. demos and, and proper relations. It doesn't work. Honestly, hey. I think this is more like artificially controlling the hype and whatnot because it's not even on PC either, and they knew that people would just mod out the timer. So they could explore that leisure because that happened with Resident Evil 2. Yep. Yeah, oh. but that, that that is that is that's the way it goes. People will find ways around this, um, and they'll this will happen. I mean, it's this doesn't shock me entirely. Yeah, um, they had like their hindsight all the way up because they're like, you know what? For the last demos for multi-platform, we're gonna release that last May first, and I'm like, oh my fucking god, I just wanna, I just wanna play more of this game, and you're sort of like preventing me from doing so. I I understand it's a demo, but my god, man, it's so good playing it that after mm -hmm. the first time you want to go back, but it's like you can't because all that time is wasted up. I suppose the, the, we have to be careful here because, of course, we're talking from the from the viewpoint of a lot of us have probably already pre-ordered the game mm -hmm. before the demo even come out. So you've got to look at the viewpoint of people who haven't really maybe played maybe much RE or aren't sure. Like, if they've touched this for 30 minutes, assuming they've actually had access to do it, would they want to buy the game having, you know, played this or seen it? Um, I mean, it makes a good case for buying it, but, like, on 30 minutes, it's, it's not an easy sell. This is... Uh, it's not going to be cheap to buy yes. if you don't get this in the right place. So. Yep. So, anyone else? Uh, any thoughts on the demo impressions? Um, there was that uh, little hype and tribute to RE4 and their inventory um, system, right, with the suitcase. Um, did anyone else feel like it was just? It just seemed very like it seemed very small <laughs> on the screen. Um, maybe I'm just 
Senor Duke will be giving us some upgrades, just like yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was sure. like that. And no, 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 no. I like, like, like. I mean, the image of it. Oh, visually. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, I, I, it, it was. It, looked, it was so it tiny bit, in the middle of the screen. It looked a bit. It did look a bit. I don't know if I'd go as far as saying ugly, but it didn't look. It looked a bit strange. Like I thought it'd be a bit more full. You know, especially if people play on big screens nowadays. I suppose. Yes, I, exactly. I, 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 I and the colors are muted. So, yeah, it's like no color to it either, so like, eh. yeah, like it wasn't mm -hmm. the most gloried, glorified, especially if you think like you know that the RE4 as well, like you know, the suitcase, there's a lot going on when you realistically. Um, so yeah, I think I think uh, you bring up a good point there. Um, for that matter, I mean, obviously, the eventual RE4 remake has its uh breadcrumbs and mittens all over the entire showcase, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Oh, shit. I, I didn't. I, I see things like even as we speak on the stream. I didn't know you could barricade yourself inside like an interior. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. That's an event you could do. What do you mean? I thought this was your gameplay. Of course it must have been. You <laughs> must have just. No, is it, it? See, the thing about that is, I had to go and find someone else's gameplay because my gameplay had the chat inside of it, and it's gonna be weird seeing like two chats at once. Uh, uh, but I, I, yeah, good point. But I, I do have the Carfax on, on my page. You have seen me like play this if you were like on stream last night. So I, the only thing I just remember is that I was getting savagely eaten by a werewolf, and the demo cut off. So I'm like, that's one way to end it. Yeah. So it's just it's just so good in terms of like random events happening. And I, I think if it keeps this up, like this pace and this tension, it has the ability to be like one of the best horror games of the year. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I think given the amount of hype and there's been a lot of publicity for this game. I think if it doesn't live up to that sort of billing, I think some questions have got to be asked as to why it hasn't happened. Um, yeah, and not just, you know, not in particularly enjoying the style of gameplay, because like I think this has the potential to appeal way beyond the usual scope. There is so much, I think, that to be enjoyed out of this. If it doesn't live up to expectations when it comes out, it's going to need serious questions have got to be asked as to why. I don't think they're going to need to be asked, but um, I'm, I'm a little bit worried if it doesn't deliver, like, really, really huge. But I, I'm pretty confident. I mean, honestly, this shaping out to be the best RE to date. So, like, yep. Pac-Man's really putting all the cards on this game. All right, so are we done with question number mm -hmm. two? Actually, Ren, yeah. before we move on, we should have uh, Brandon introduce himself to the panel. Hello, Brandon. You're late. Yep, I, I, I did give a warning, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah he that, did. that is true. I'm, I'm just, like, screwing with you. Oh hey you um magnificent bastards. I am your resident Lycan in Motor Brandle. And yeah, I'm here. So let's get started again. Yay. Uh Brandon, I I guess maybe you can rapid fire like question number one since you just got here, your thoughts on it. Like the trailer. Uh the trailer the trailer was actually really, really damn good. I really yeah. enjoyed it. But did you guys know that his character name was Ethan Winters? Because I surely as hell yeah. didn't. We actually yeah. made a joke of that. <laughs> they they, um, they that may up. have said that a couple of times also in RE7. Uh, yeah, thanks, Ethan. I, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. Fleshing but, out your character. Thank you, Fabiano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, the trailer actually was pretty nice. Um, I wish it was a tad bit longer, though. But no, I guess a long trailer would do that for us. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
All right, let's go. Number three. All right, number three. Who wants to read number three? I can do it. All right, so Capcom just revealed a new rendition of the Mercenaries, which will take prominence as the post-game content for Resident Evil Village. How do you feel about the implementation of this game mode? Um, only, t- only took nine years. It's oh. pretty much <laughs> like <laughs> Resident Evil 3 Remake. Great. Fuck you. That's what they pretty much said. I figured this is going to be pretty divisive because, of course, the problem is it's been so long since we've actually last had it released for a game, and they figured that they would obviously tweak with the concept of it, and I knew this was probably going to upset some people who don't feel that it needs any tweaking at all because they think back to the glory days of 4 and 5 and 6 that I, I wasn't around for them, unfortunately, and they were very, very good. Um, I... <sighs> I will defend Capcom and say that I think simply the fact that this is a first-person game and not a third-person game, I think kind of forces you to have to tweak with it because it just it's very difficult to deliver the same kind of experience, I think, with Mercenaries as it is in a in a third-person game. And Capcom, as we've seen over the years, especially recently, are more than happy to try and look at some recent trends in gaming and think, eh, we'll have a piece. Uh, some things make sense, like killing the enemies and automatically getting the time as opposed to like oh just doing a random quick time event and doing head counters all that stuff i get it because there's like not qtes in this game to that fashion like re6 and re5 um but at the same time there are some changes where it's like they have the little shop now and uh, that's different so you can cycle between items before actually going back into combat I don't you think buffs, you can well. get buffs. You can get all well, this cool like stuff. A, it's like a wave-based sort of system, isn't it, really? I know you said wave-based shooter, which I don't think is fair to say, but it, it's kind of got that feel to it. They've, they've kind of definitely taken some elements of of sort of more wave-styled sort of games, um, you know, and kind of incorporated it. So, to the galaxy, like, raid mode? Because raid mode does have, um, like, at least segments that come in waves. Of yeah, enemy. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, like, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna completely crap on it because it's new, like, sometimes something new can be different, and I had this question in my head, like, forever now, people who were complaining about Reverse, like, are you going to accept this, where there's post-game content and there's actually, you know, mercenaries being played offline, or are you gonna play Reverse, where most of the viewership died off and not a lot of people are playing it. It's like, you got to pick and choose. You know, to to at least give Capcom a little credit here, though, unlike, okay, I can't hate bringing this game up, unlike Resident Evil 3, they're actually <laughs> trying to <laughs> give us extra content post-game, right? Because we finally got Mercenaries again after, what was it, nine years? Nine, so, nine years, yeah. RE6 was the last one, in it was nine years. So, so with um, RE... Eight, you know, we're getting content on top of content along with something something that's free, air quotes, you know. So at least we have options to um enjoy ourselves here. Unlike the previous title, we didn't have that personally. Yeah, nope. they, they had a bit of it <clears throat> with Ghost Survivors, but yeah, this is like they're they're making an effort, I think, to kind of flesh this out a little more, which is which is good to see. I, um, I think it's more like a trend of the mainline games, or at least the big bigger titles will get more stuff with it. Unlike the say the remakes. Because the remakes for this purpose, though, may be mainline, though, but not their, um, okay, we got to put all eggs in the basket with this one. Type and, and they have to. I mean, you look at Resident Evil 7 and the scope of DLC and post-game content that that game had, you know, at, at just a buffet 
of mm -hmm. all types of gaming you could consider from puzzlers to crazy shooters to you know games to you know just basic bonus story you know and just kind of watching like a, a novel unfold before you um you know it's yeah i massive, massive bar to, to try and carry they have to try with village like if they'd be it'd be a crime for them not to try mm -hmm. uh, what was that desmond you were talking no it's fine Okay. You know, okay, I'm all for it to be honest for the mercenaries, and I enjoyed the gameplay way back then too. I remember playing it on, uh, you know, Resident Evil 4 and playing as Krauser with an instant kill, right? Mm -hmm. Um, my okay, this is just a little bit my concern, and um, you know, I feel like Resident Evil is really like it's, it's come back. I mean, a lot of people were kind of like you know, downing it down during like a you know, like six years ago when people were saying it's starting to die down, right? Because it was leading more to the action oriented, you know, genre. And now we're going back to the actual true survival horror. I mean, a lot of people are on board with it, but then they're implementing a little bit more action based, you know, multiplayer, it's like reverse and all that. I mean, I'm all for this, but I just hope that you know, the main DLCs isn't centered just with the mercenaries um i really do hope like you know someone said that you know they do like with like the same thing like they did with re7 where they had a plethora of different like you know genres we had like one more puzzle solving no weapons used one is like you know you're in like a literal saw game right it just mm -hmm. i want that kind of variety and for kind of different players but always kind of lean more to the horror aspect of it you know what i mean because in essence, really, to be honest, Resident Evil is a survival horror game. It's not supposed to be an action-oriented kind of Call of Duty slash, you know, you know, dead spacey kind of game. I know there's kind of like that middle ground right there, right? But mm. I that's just my point of view. But I mean, I'm all for it. For extra content, go for it. I mean, you know, like you can't go wrong. Yeah, I think I think to say that the devs aren't trying is at best ignorant. And at worst, I mean, well, I mean, I won't, I won't satisfy that assumption. Um, but yeah, they, they, they're, they're definitely giving it a spin. Uh, they're trying things. I mean, Army Seven itself was just such a grand experiment. Um, it wasn't everyone's liking because you know you can't please everyone. Game is a subjective medium. That's how it will always be. Um, yeah, by all intents and purposes, Seven felt like a huge technical demo because like all the flaws, like technical flaws, not just the game itself, that were present in Seven, were not in the next couple of games. Like skipping cutscenes, you know, that was a huge problem. Now you could do that on every corner in the eight. Yeah, there, so there, was, like, there was little micro things here and there. I mean, I still think seven, like on the whole, very, very satisfying experience, all things considered. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. But yeah, you know what? Micro problems. Since here, we are on like the topic of you guys said, like, you know, Res Resident Evil 7 would be kind of like the demo for the upcoming, you know, several games. What if Resident Evil Village is literally just a huge demo for Resident Evil 4? It's a bit of a love letter, this game, to RE4. That, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's often very clear. It's been clear for a while. This is a bit of a love letter to RE4 Remake. And, you know, yeah. it's, there, there is a lot of shrewd marketing going on again with the, 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 the whole showcase at large. It's just little bits of RE4 Remake here and there, but not even mentioning it in name, just like, uh, oh, uh, uh, Ashley's president's, uh, Ashley's father, the president, just so happens to be the president for Infinite Darkness. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the whole Dead by Daylight stuff. There's just little bits here and there of just little mentions of, and just to keep RE4 in the back of people's mind. So when it gets announced in like a year or so or whenever, People will be like, oh, yeah, there. We, I knew it was coming. I was, I was the clever one. 
when they were telling you the whole time, they just uh, weren't being open about it. Well, I mean, they are doing a yearly Resident Evil now. I mean, I assume so. Correct, with different developers. Probably. Uh, supposedly, they are saying that Dev1, the developers of RE2 Remake, is working on RE4, air quotes. Uh, and they supposedly delayed that game, so we don't know what's going to happen with that, but we'll see down the line. I, I do think that they will definitely try to squeeze out another RE game or have some type of, like, have some type of announcement, like, sometime next year. Uh, but it remains to be seen. Overall, I would say at least, you know, they're still providing a lot of content with Survival Horror. It's still, like, relatively a lot of content that they're still developing or they have to obviously make new IPs because assholes like EA will not give up Death Space. Uh, so it's a lot that is taken into consideration with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I right. for me, it's like with uh, with the whole mercenaries mode. I, I liked it in like the OG games. I thought it was fun, um, but that was like never my primary focus for any Resident Evil. Um, it's always been uh, the story and you know what what Umbrella's up to. Like everyone else has mentioned, I, I think it's cool that they're doing it um, and that they're you know bringing it back after so long. Um, but it's not quite like at the top of my list. That's understandable. I mean, it's it, if people are hardcore mercenaries players and they're worried about changes, it's understandable if it's not good. But if it is good and if most people like it and if it's like post game content, I can't really complain about getting more in return. Uh, you're paying sixty bucks anyway, so I, I feel like you should get more in return outside of just like the elongated plot but that's still good too like a game that's like you know almost 20 hours or something bigger than re7 is very promising uh i i guess to jump in on this mercenary mm-hmm. stuff uh basically i i agree with desmond like i think that i don't play the game for mercenaries but i'm kind of hyped that they're bringing it back um it would be really cool for me if there was like a co-op for it though in this yes. i think that's yeah. what everyone yeah, is saying cool. it's it's not going to be i i, I it's, it's just not going to happen because that that's what yeah, reverse is reverse the multiplayer part of the game it won't happen for exactly yeah logically speaking i i feel like if they did put in co-op that would bury reverse like instantly like i i, I just like, don't see many if... people playing it what if you had Ethan and Lady D take down the werewolves? No, I have a feeling that that will turn into a porn parody. A porn parody. I mean, Ethan Winters Why, why not have a... Lady D go through the events of Resident Evil? Why not get Lady D to go back through the events in back in um, in Louisiana and take on Jack Oh, Baker? gosh. <laughs> win instantly. That's cheating. Here's Ooh, the Ethan Winters is a pornography name. You gotta admit, like, hey. oh my god, wait, we're gonna oh find it. It's pretty. It's almost like a Dirk Diggler. Yes, yes. Dirk. <laughs> you never heard of Dirk Diggler from Boogie Nights? You need to watch no. more movies. I've yeah. seen that movie, yeah, and it's definitely an experience. <laughs> I'll say that much. I, you know what? I don't want to give any spoilers away. We're not linking anything, but this game is rated mature, you know, and I think it's mature for a reason. But yeah, co-op would be 
so sick for uh, mercenaries. I would Just, personally, I would be more hyped if that was like up front. As a, and as you know, I, to, I, your, you know to your point, what you were saying about like the whole co-op, maybe depending on how well this does, you know, in Resident Evil Village, if people really take to it and they're like, yeah, this could be cool. Maybe they will introduce co-op. That would be awesome. Uh, it's one little conundrum, though. Like, how going to show Ethan's face when it was in a co-op? Because remember, his face is not shown at all at any promotional material. So, by addition co-op, though, they got to do something to where they got black out his face. Mm. They could just give him, like, a Mia mask or something. I don't know. Okay. A Mia mask. Hold him. Oh, my God. <laughs> you could turn into something where it's, like, this big reveal for a, Ooh. you know, the next game where it's, like, finally the face reveal of Ethan Winters. Like, there's always been that thing on YouTube where, like, I, I never show my face. And it's, like, a big deal when someone who's just a voiceless person shows their face. Turn it into a thing. Or I guess they can right, like put right. a can of meat on his face and go with that. Okay. I mean, all right, hold on. So I, I like it. Like, we're talking about Corp, right? Though, but we don't know if they have other characters outside of Ethan. That's true. I mean, there is Rose. There's a baby. There's we know baby that Rose. baby's not gonna go. Oh. You know what? <laughs> that would be my game of the year if I could throw a baby at like a werewolf, dude. Oh no! Don't do that. Yes. Oh my gosh! Game of the year. My, we're, we're talking about porn and we're talking about babies throwing babies at werewolves no, no, <laughs> no this Yo. is this is high quality content right here oh my I mean, this is what people come here to watch this is what people come here oh, to watch man. do it for the people man <laughs> rose is gonna be fine it's gonna be fine an invincible baby like give her the same armor like ashley from resident evil 4 she'll be fine are we looking from the perspective of the actual baby? Because she'll be looking up the whole time. You yes. know, everybody, everybody will pretty much be Lady D compared to her, you know. just and, uh, You know what I say? Give the baby a gun. That'll work. Oh, no. oh man. <laughs> Here we go. Let's get back on topic. Oh, yeah, let's God. get back on topic. We didn't... <laughs> like a one right. millimeter isn't going to hurt. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Oh, it's you know what? Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, since we are still on the topic of the mercenaries, you guys remembered uh, in Resident Evil 4s, right? What was that? There was that one map with a guy with a double chainsaw. There was, what was his name? Dr. Uh, super Salvador. Super yeah, Salvador. Su yeah, super, yeah. What if this, I hope they do do something like that with this mercenary. It's like a super lichen or something like that, right? There, or, oh, yeah. There is, there was like in the trailer for mercenaries, there was like a lichen with like a drill instead a of a chainsaw. With a drill. Oh wow! Yeah, like, okay, yeah, like a high-powered drill instead of a chainsaw, so he's the he's gonna be that one. You know, like what if like each I don't know how many maps they'll do, but let's say if they have different maps for the different houses. So like the like a map, like you mentioned, like this one has like a drill. What if like for the castle, the mercenaries, we have Lady D as the main baddie, right? You know, chasing after you. So I really do hope they go that route. Yeah, hopefully more stages than just, like, the village section would be nice. Yes, yes. I do want to say real quick, like, we've talked about how it's a survival. They're trying to bring it back to more of a survival than an action game. And I do think it would be cool to be able to craft some new weapons and, and things like that. I wonder if they're going to introduce that into this one more. I kind of doubt it, considering that the shop merchant is back. Because in the last game, you could 
technically do that, find the parts of weapons and put them together. In this case, mm-hmm. though, unless they have attachments, I don't think so. Because I would kind of defeat the purpose of the shop, really. True. True. It would be cool, though. It would be. You know, like, you know. But also, the, the whole, like, you know, upgrading your character, I'm pretty interested in that. I love me some RPG elements, so... You know, the more what do you call it? The currency lay or lie? Lay, um, I think it lay. is lay. Yeah, the more stuff, like the more currency you have, the better. So, and then obviously you upgrade. Uh, you upgrade yourself. I think we saw in the trailer. It's like you you take the less damage if you know obviously when attacked or increase your health. I mean, I I think those little RPG elements is pretty good. Actually, since we're talking about the money. There's also, you can find treasure in the demo that you can sell for money, so that's another little tidbit from RE4 as well. Oh, really? I I, I didn't even know that. Where, yep. was, it's it's where a love that? letter. It's a love letter. Oh, okay. I probably missed that. Okay, so you know, we, did you guys figure out... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, we, we need to actually move on to the Infinite Darkness trailer, yep. because we're getting oh, close yeah. to the guest caller segment. All right, sounds good. All right, so Infinite Darkness, they showed a new trailer. What do you guys think about it if you saw it? Um, well, we know they said it's set two years after Resident Evil 4, like somebody else mentioned earlier. We know Ashley's dad, obviously, is the president. So, And now it's going to be in the White House. So a kind of similar premise to the campaign from RE6. I get that vibe, you know, with Leon's campaign and Helena. Yeah, you know, once again, zombies kicked in and started mm-hmm. wrecking it. God, exactly. It feel it seems very similar to that. Though, I mean, obviously, this one's working in the White House, and you know, from the information we know so far, with the true White House, right? Like, there's lots of like secret corridors for like the president, right? And they might even delve into like the underground, you know, secret tunnels. But then there's zombies, monsters there too. So, um, Infinite Darkness was what else? Uh, great to see Claire back again. Leon and Claire working together. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, do we are you since Leon is back? Do you think that Ada will come back? You know, who knows? Honestly, yeah, if two. Leon's there, Ada's gonna come at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! It's, it's or what about Ashley? Is Ashley gonna make it? Yeah, yeah she, like, I mean, it was she'll um, have to heavily inferred that she will be making a cameo. You don't oh, say okay. that it happens to be Ashley's president. Uh, our dad, the president, happens to be the president for that if Ashley's not turning up at some point. She will be in it again as more seeds for Resident Evil Remake 4 um, in the in the following year whenever else. 100% she's turning up. Like I, I would, I would, I'd bet a mortgage that she turns up. As long as she's no, not no. yelling Leon every five oh, minutes. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Leon, Leon, hey, It's going to RE4 anyways. I'm sure that when she when that comes out, they're going to not have her go into that trend as much at all. I'm sure, I imagine they will. Like, there'll be some mention. There might be a bit of a goofy reference or two or something or another, but um, like she, she's definitely going to make a cameo. You know, it's been a couple of years. She's, I'm sure she's grown up. She's, she's gotten tough, quote unquote. Oh man, I mean, she better, she better know how to use a weapon, otherwise she's going in the garbage can. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Oh back man, back you go. Yeah, I mean, she did. You remember, like when we did use her, like for you know that small segment in RE4. I mean, she did throw those lamps a little bit, right? I mean, I'm well, sure I mean, she that was that was the only. She thing. threw some lamps. She threw some wood at Leon when he first turned up. Go, Ashley. Oh, oh man, I think you know. I think they'll make a, a better character for her. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like it's 
you know, somebody had mentioned earlier that uh, there's kind of a Resident Evil revival going on right now. Everybody's really excited for the new games. And I feel like this show is kind of fan service, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm that fan. We got the show, we got the movie, and we have Village, man. Like, Resident Evil fans are eating good this year. Like, (laughs) really good. It feels a little weird seeing Nick kind of obviously voicing Leon, which makes sense. Obviously, he's he's the invoice for Leon, but it it feels a little weird seeing him and... Like I I I do like unabashedly you know miss Alison Court hundred percent because I thought she was perfect for a role but it's it's, it's a bit weird seeing like these the voice actors for what we have now for something that's set back into it's set in two thousand six I don't know, it feels a bit jarry to me I'm not quite over mm-hmm. that yet I suppose I'll get there in over do you time. think you think they sound too young for their age a little bit yeah I mean oh, yeah eight year difference and it's the same voice actors like that's that's kind of difficult especially in the case of Claire like that one definitely felt a little more jarring to me but uh, I think Infinite Darkness is looking very good and I'll be looking forward to watching that. Did they say how many episodes they will have? No, 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 no. there's been no no news of anything like that at the moment. Um, oh, okay. Okay, I mean, no, overall, I mean, I assume it's probably going to be like at least eight episodes. So, okay, you know, though, my so far, my beef with um Infinite Darkness right now is that they keep showing trailers, though, but showing nothing at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like we know it's this, though. Just, but just darkness, literally. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I, I'm thinking maybe the episodes will be tiny or bingeable, depending on the situation, because if they're not showing that much, then maybe it's a lot of like plot related context that we're not seeing. Uh, but it is true that, like, usually you see uh, Leon's fighting zombies. Okay, we saw that before. Or Claire's, like, in a spooky house. Um, it is like setting up something, but where that leaves, the trailer really doesn't convey it that much. What what I'm liking about it the most right now is like, honestly, it's the fan service. Like as soon as I see Claire and her red jacket, I'm like, oh, I'm in. Like, yeah, my girl it's, it's Claire is there. Boy. I'm totally in. Um, and you know the the other thing that you know what I, what I got from the trailer is I'm just I'm just getting that vibe. I'm getting the vibe of like. All right, these are two characters, Leon and Claire, who've already gone through the events of, you know, Resident Evil Two. These characters have grown, gone through a lot, and changed. And they're not those kids from before that are like, you know, out of their element. These are two people who have seen some some serious stuff. And um, you know, I I really like seeing them like this. Um, especially like coming to Netflix. And again, like it's been mentioned earlier, the resurgence of the love for Resident Evil, I'm eating it up. I, I don't care who the voice actors are. I don't care about any of that. Just give me more Resident Evil. I mean, yeah. something I've said many times, and I always say, Resident Evil, to an extent, lives on its, its own nostalgia of like its past and its history and everything that comes of that. And it makes perfect sense. You know, if you can have Claire, of course, you can have her, her own little tropes and Leon with his little tropes and this, that going on. And there's going to be references to things that happened, you know, with Resident Evil 4 and things that are going to be happening soon. Maybe there's going to be a little tease, like something that led into Resident Evil 5. I don't know. I mean, I am biased because, like, the the developers had me at Claire Redfield. So um, maybe I'm, 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 I'm at fault here, but, like, it makes perfect sense. Why would you not do that? It's, it's what the series has always done. It's been doing this for 20 years. I just hope that this opens the floodgates for more seasons because, I mean, 
this will be the perfect opportunity to say, uh, what is Jill doing at this specific point in time, like way after this happens or that happens? Uh, what is these other characters doing, like maybe Billy or Rebecca? And that would be great for like a show in terms of like just trying to get that out there as opposed to like maybe like a large scale like CGI movie and you're going to have like either Leon oh, or Chris. Like, mm? So like an anthology type show? Yeah, something like right. that. That's the sense that I'm getting is that they're they're working on building a larger universe and why not start with honestly the two most well-known and probably most well-liked characters in the franchise, Leon and Claire, with especially with the Resident Evil 2 remake still being relatively fresh on everyone's mind. On I can totally see them being able to like expand on this, get into like you mentioned earlier characters like Jill it's really exciting to see what they're going to be able to do, especially on a platform like Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's an opportunity to have a series that has a story, that has a history, and take it to a, quote, wider audience, unquote. Um, it does come with some risks, you know, if, like, someone who doesn't, he's not a video game, might look at it and, like, see Resident Evil. It has name value, Resident Evil. Like, people can see it that don't really game and think, oh, I, I know kind of what that's about, all those zombies and stuff. That can potentially come with its own stigma as well of people wondering what it's doing on Netflix. But it has a definite chance to try and, on the first episode especially, it's got to be, there's a real chance to kind of really spread the wings of this and perhaps, you know, carve a little piece out of itself on Netflix. And I hope it does. All right, so um, any... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Because... Um, you, Ren, mentioned that you have like a little beef with 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 the with um, the trailer or uh, Infinite Darkness in general. the The first thing that popped in my head and kind of grinds my gears, it, I mean, you know, probably just ac across the franchise. I understand it's a normal thing. Claire is always wearing red, correct? Yeah, <laughs> and I know. Like this is in in the midst of the timeline. But I'm just kind of like, don't these people wear anything different? <laughs> um, no. But that was a cute, snarky uh, comment towards, like, um, there is that moment where she brings attention to, that's probably why I noticed, um, she brought attention to the fact that they have their specific outfits, because um, A, she's wearing exactly the same jacket from 2, right? And then she makes the comment... Um, at Leon, that you know, yes. that doesn't suit that his outfit doesn't suit him. Yeah. So I was like, like, yeah, it's, it's little yeah. things, you know, and it, it's nice to see as, as someone who, if if you've played the series a lot, like it's nice to see that kind of thing. But if you're not very very well versed to it, like you can kind of read between the lines anyway. So. Right. Right. Yeah. I thought it was funny because I mean Leon's wearing a suit and he's an agent, so it got me thinking of like James Bond. Like, I think that would perfectly suit him actually. Um, but it's, you know, it's those small little things in those character moments that are going to be really important. And if they display that well, then I think the main thing people are going to want is definitely more. And and that's what I think about it right now. The, the story beats and everything is like very minor. But like I said, I, I do want to see and see if the show is going to flesh itself out in terms of like later episodes and see what happens there. Do you guys think that they're going to make uh, Leon go into like a John Wick mode again? Uh, like oh, most from? definitely. We saw it in it's, the trailer, it's too. Leon. It's yep. Like, this is... Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> we've <Yes>, we've <laughs> gratuitous as well. 
Yeah, he dropped like two zombies before it cut off really quickly and i'm like yeah this is gonna happen again action pack for sure but i don't mind that honestly it, it makes it look cool when it's like transition over from game to actual like content like animation is everyone else done with this question before we move yeah. to the last one mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay i don't care about this one that much however that being said it is funny mm -hmm. They showed off Resident Evil 4 for another VR system that I'm not really familiar with. And honestly, what isn't Resident Evil 4 on? Like, at this point, you should be able to play, like, Resident Evil 4 on your microwave. And that's oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll I be hilarious. It'd still be a more better, better experience than Resident Evil 6. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. oh, man. <laughs> Ooh. I actually don't think RE6 is that bad. I just thought, you know, I knew get reaction. I'm sorry. Well, there's one system that Resident Evil 4 is not on. The original Xbox. That's oh. it. I, I, I actually reckon I have a couple people I know who actually do have VR and they got wind of it and they thought it was really cool. I, I think it look, I think it's a really nice idea. Um, you know, Bro, again, it's more kind of like, you know, preluding to the remake soon and it's going to be I, I actually think it's going to be a first-person style, much like we've got here with Village. I, I, have, a, I have a hunch that's how they're going to do it. I kind of doubt it, actually, because um, with Resident Evil 2 and 3, no, that wasn't a first-person, so I doubt they will like just force forward. I mean, this is also true. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised they do a first-person. It could go either way. It's very possible. But even so, like, there's obviously dropping seeds for that, but I actually think, just in itself, like, I actually think it looks, looks not bad. <laughs> you know, for a game that first came out, what, like, 15 years ago now? Longer? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're still getting legs out of it. Like fair play. Oh man, I Which did you guys play that on my Switch, and it's still great. <sighs> so yeah, I, I think I, I actually think we're not too bad. I think there's a lot of people who have, you know, VR is something that gaming's expanding into more and more as we go. Um, I think a lot of people will give it a spin. Um, it might not be something that people get immediately, but it's one of those games that like it goes on sale and people think, yeah, this could be pretty good, and they'll have a delve into it. Um, you know, it's yeah, as it's mentioned as well, yeah, like it's kind of there's a bit of gun survivor to it as well. It's the same sort of idea. Um, but like even just looking at it, like I thought it would look really, really bad, but it's 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 not too shabby. Although maybe it's because I've seen that crazy like um was it that port from like Argentina or something like that? Um I know it's mentioned <laughs> on one of these podcasts before. Uh, you're Perfect. talking about Resident Evil 4 on the Zebo. Zebo, that's the one. Thank you. I've seen that. So maybe like in the in the scale of you know one to horrendous, of one being one horrendous being horrendous, it's it's a certain. This looks okay. So so from a PS, oh, sorry, from PC to Zebo, how bad can this be? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say. I don't know, like a like a GameCube. That's it, like a GameCube. <laughs> I give it a GameCube. <laughs> I give it a GameCube out of PC. Yeah, if that's good or bad or not is up to the viewers to decide. Um, no, I, I did kind of have a. Hmm? Uh, I let go of. <laughs> I let go of my button as I was saying. Sorry, go ahead. So I cut off my kindness at the same time. <laughs> but did you want to finish what you were saying? I'm sorry. No, I'm really, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be good. Um, I think it'll be a nice blast. I haven't really ever delved into VR myself, but I can easily see people delving into it and think, yeah, this is a good little experience. They're probably going to have the whole campaign as, like, you know, step for step as it was previously, because it's a long game. I know. I've just freaking hang, base handgun run the game. That was 
That was brutal. Um, but yeah, I imagine they have most of it, you know, a bit of castle, a bit of, um, there'd be some really good bits, you know, like, can you imagine like doing the Krauser fight, for example, in VR? Oh my God. God. You know, that should actually be pretty cool. So I Oh, that would make it a joke because, no, the knife is his weakness. So well, yeah, but they'll Krauser. change it, obviously. They're, <laughs> they're going to make, it's going to be something they're going to change. Like, you don't, you have to fight him hand to hand. That's what they're going to do. Stuff like that. I think it'd be really cool. I'll smack him. Like, let's go. <laughs> Upside the head. <laughs> exactly. It's, it is a shame. It's only via Oculus something that is indeed true, and I, I would I would wish it to be a bit more available and more systems. But I I don't really know how this VR thing f- sort of thing works. It's all it's sort of integrated software. I I don't know. It's not my area. So. Hmm. Um. I did have, or I was kind of wondering uh, to myself. I kind of had a theory. Um. But before I even say that how okay so there have been like rumors for it feels like a couple of years already that they are going to remake re4 um is that still like true to some level or is that like has that been remotely confirmed or is that all still rumor so much speculation there's That's so like, much yeah. speculation okay. and apparent leaks and i heard this from my friend who read this on the internet They're like Right. You know, yeah. Capcom the whole were being pretty stum, which is wise of them to do so. They don't need to say much about it. They, the internet is busy um whittling off tales of this, that, and the other for them. They don't need to do a damn thing. They can just sit back and just watch. Right. Um, okay, so confirming that that it that it only has been rumored so far, I had a theory. <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> but embracing. Um what if this VR release is like the replacement for a remake. What if they don't remake it and it's just this VR thing? No. Oh, no, no. Don't do that. Capcom no. would be really stupid. I'm knocking on wood. I'm knocking on wood, I swear. But I was I, I was worried, like, oh shit, what like what if this is like the the wonderfully rumored <laughs> April Fools was two weeks remake. ago. <laughs> oh my god. It'd be horrible. So hopefully it's not that. Mm, no, no, definitely yeah. it, it's 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 not a replacement. I I speculated that with like when I was watching it with some people, and like I was so immediately shot down. It's like look, I'm not being that serious, and they were just like, no, don't even, don't even think. Of- if Capcom does that, I'm, I, if Capcom does that, I'm taking a wiffle bat to somebody's knees, like somebody going down. That's polite. I don't know. Personally, I feel like VR, like, for whatever reason, VR makes me sick. So I'm just not a part of that fan base. But I guess I can see how it. Oh, you feel that way too? Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I was just saying, like, it seems like the coolest thing ever. And I wish I could be a part of that community where I could jump into VR games, but I just I don't know why, but they just make me sick. But I'm I'm if just you poor. Can, I'm just poor. If you can do it, if you got an Oculus, like go for it. I mean, I think it's it would be a fun experience, personally, but that's just my two cents on it. I could not watch somebody play it in VR though. Was, ugh, no. All right, I think it is time to do this guest caller segment. Yep. All right, Ooh. let me see. 
this is a first this is experimental what we're gonna do is like in server guest calls we're gonna give them like 10 minutes or less to describe their opinion on the resident evil 8 information and then we'll go from there i'm gonna call in andre and see if he picks up and then we'll go to the next person yep. yeah and then they can ask us like any questions, any questions, or add on to the discussion, and then yep. we'll get the next person. Ask the ask yeah, our, our, our expert yeah. pan, uh, panel of um, opinionated men and women. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, guys? How you guys doing? Um, glad to be doing this guest caller thing, but uh, uh, I'll go real quick how I feel about Resonantly. I played the demo last night. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I barely fought anything, like, no lie. I fought maybe one enemy in the entire demo and killed it. And funny thing is, like, it's kind of funny because then, like, you have to go, you know where you have to save Leonardo? Or at least you have to um, escort him to the house because yep. he got injured. Um, I, you know, it's I kind of expected him to turn into a like and he basically attacks you. I didn't expect that. And like, it was a pretty cool sequence. Uh, it demo was really easy. Like I got through on my first go. Um, one thing I've noticed about uh, Ethan is that he's he's a lot more emotive. Like he actually talks a lot more in cutscenes. He's questioning and asking like, "What's going on?" and stuff like that. I really like that touch to his character because like, I think I think in seven they wanted to give Ethan they they made Ethan a blank slate because they just didn't know what to do with his character. Then Bill's like. You know, let's let's give Ethan a daughter. Let's you know, let's have Chris abduct that daughter and you know, go from there. And he really talks a lot more, which is good to hear. Like, yeah. Um, overall, let's see what else. Um, I'm really looking forward to Infinite Darkness. I'm really happy Nick and Stephanie came back. Mm. Definitely looking forward to that one. What do you make of um, sort of Ethan then sort of his interacting with like, you know, obviously the villagers and all that, of which there's, there looks like there's going to be quite a lot of them, you know, some that, that like him and certainly some who really don't seem to like him very much. At all. Um, you know, uh, that's a good, that's a good question. Actually, Black Rock. Um, Shadow. What was it? Black Shadow, Black Shadow. Oh my God. Another uh, one. Never changing. Um, you know, it's funny because like the characters in the village look a lot more interesting because Seven really didn't have a lot of other characters. Like maybe it was that one cop dude, but then he gets like eaten by Jack Baker, and that was like, and all he had really to talk to was Zoe. But like, I guess throughout the story, he's gonna meet a lot of different other characters, and you know, especially besides you know IED and Heisenberg, he's definitely gonna meet more of the villagers and um, definitely more of the families because um. I know they said the Duke is going to... I think as you go through the story, you're going to learn more about him. So that is going to be really interesting how that works. And um, I think one thing I also that did kind of catch that I sort of took note of was um, it's kind of weird that Heisenberg is related to Lady D because I sort of didn't expect that to be the case. Because when she said Little Brothers, I was like, wait, they're related? Um, unless, I don't know, unless Heisenberg is, he doesn't have the vampire bars, but, I don't know, he probably, like, can mutate into a world, but we'll probably see what happens when the game comes out. Uh, yeah, Ethan definitely sounds like a lot more 
emotional and tense in this. I thought it was funny uh, when he was ranting about not being able to save anyone. However, I can't be mad at it because it's more character development. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, one thing I did notice, actually another thing is uh, for the voice actors, uh, yeah, apparently if, I'm pretty sure if you guys don't know, but Jeff Sheen is Chris and uh, RE3 Nikolai is Heisenberg. Because um, when I heard Heisenberg talk, I heard a little bit of Nikolai without like his Russian accent. So I'm guessing they're using actors from 3, which is fine because um, they're really good. So seeing them tackle like other characters in this game is kind of a good thing. Um, I know they did say that Lady D's actress supposedly is Alex from Revelations 2, but. I don't know. It's it's a kind of a wait and see deal. I don't believe anything. No, that's, that's been confirmed the a long time ago. By the way, yeah, for uh, okay. an absolute yeah. great job. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not believing any theories, uh, any crackpot theories until I actually see it in the game and it's canon. Uh, people saying that Piers is coming back and all that stuff. Nah. Nah, that's that's a huge reach. I don't know, cause like. I try to go. I try to avoid theories. So like I want to experience the whole game on my own without, you know, having any like leaks or spoilers to it, or just you know, crack pop theories. Because I think like I, like I like I remember saying that Ethan was gonna mutate, which I doubt it's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen to Ethan in the game. Maybe he'll live. Maybe he'll die. We'll see. What do you think about some like like Infinite Darkness or some of the other stuff or the Dead by Daylight stuff? Any thoughts on any of that? Uh, let's see. I think I did talk about the, the um, Infinite Darkness, but I did say in the chat that, uh, it would be interesting if Sherry appears because, um, by then, I think Sherry would be a young adult by that point in time because Sherry was, I want to say, 11 or 12 and already 2 she'd be at least 19 to 20 by then, so... It would really be cool, and I also think, also showing Chris and Joe, like, what happened before, like, you know, events of, uh, who was a loss of nightmares in RE5, so, yeah, I would definitely like to see also maybe them mention, I don't know, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think during that time, Sherry's, like, still in government custody. Uh, she does not get released until after Wesker dies. I still assume she's probably going to be in training by this point, though. So that would yep. be cool to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't mind that, because um, I like when you guys said it was going to have multiple seasons. Um, Yeah, they could potentially go the route of Castlevania. Like, who knows? Season 2 could... They could focus on, like, Chris and Jill and Sherry, or who knows? Maybe make an entirely new original character, but... Because, you know, Resident Evil is a huge franchise door. Basically, they can, like, introduce any character and, like, flush them out and give them their own backstory because of how long the series has been around. Any more questions you got, Andre, since you got, like, three more minutes? Yep. Oh, no, actually. No, I think I said what I wanted to say. But, yeah, uh, thank you for having me on it, even though it was for, like, ten minutes. But, yeah, uh, uh, do you want me to do my outro? Yeah, do your outro, yeah. and then we'll get James. Yep. All right. Um, you can find me at Twitter, Andre B. Venom. Um, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware of, you know, I retweet a lot of art and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was definitely a pleasure. And um, 
Yeah, it was, um, it was awesome, man. I'm definitely enjoyed uh, being a guest call. Hopefully, I can do more of these in the future with you guys. But yeah, take care. No worries, man. You take care. Take care See, you See you, dude. Awesome. See you, man. Right. Thanks for coming by. Goodbye. Get out. I mean, hey. Damn. Ouch. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to a good point, actually, with Sherry. Um, that, but, I, I, it makes a perfect logical because outside of RE2, she basically never turns up until RE6. She just suddenly, she's there. Um, yeah. They've kind of since kind of tried to throw her in a little bit here and there. But yeah, actually, it's a really good opportunity to kind of throw her in as like a, a bit of a side character. Ashley kind of and Sherry. So yeah, I think I think you know, and obviously Claire running because Claire obviously has uh, obviously relations with as well and all that sort of thing. So yeah, that's such a good point actually. Hey Brenda, hey, you know what though, hmm? Brenda, remember the original RE6 rumor where people thought that the blonde lady, the blonde girl with Jake was gonna be Sherry? I mean, not Sherry, uh, Ashley here. Yeah, I thought so too. Not gonna lie, I was actually convinced I was on um, Ashley, and then it came out with Sherry. I'm like, holy shit, she grown. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was, I, it was weird, but that would have been kind of cool, but they just didn't. So it, it's still cool that it's Sherry, but I thought it was going to be Ashley as well at first. But okay, like, hear me out though. Like, imagine if Sherry and Ashley, like, somehow, like, knew each other, like, because, um, Ashley is older than Sherry, right? So imagine mm -hmm. she was, the, like, the older sister type thing, because, um, obviously at some point she had to know that, you know, Sherry was, you know, under White House custody, right? Mm -hmm. So like, I think that would be a nice dynamic to not only... You know, bring back Sherry, though, but make Ashley useful. Yeah. All right, we are going to bring in the second guest caller, Mr. Devil Hunter James, and see if he picks up. The Lycan Hunter. The Lycan Hunter, yeah. I'm going to tell him I'm calling him in. Oh, there he goes. Okay, he's in. Good. Hello. Hello, sir. You are on air, and we are talking about the whole Resident Evil showcase and all the stuff that happened, like, recently. So we're giving people 10 minutes to sort of give their opinion out and ask any questions, if need be. So we're just going down the list, right? Or at least in my case. Well, whatever you want, Yeah, whatever, whatever you want. Yeah, TLDR it if you have to. Yeah. All right, I'll just, yeah, I'll just go down the list. It makes it easier. Go for it. Uh, I assume everybody knows the Umbrella logo it was like the first thing they showed in the trailer. So I thought, I was like, oh, here we go again with the Umbrella. Going to be messing up something. Yeah, it was like the first trailer. So like, that's yep. a new thing. I missed the first trailer. So the second one, I, I finally saw that. Uh, did they explain anything with Heisenberg other than that um, Lady D is his brother or, what, or sister or whatever? Other than he still thinks it's Bloodborne. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodborne um, this is kind of going into the demo a bit, so it's kind of diverging, but I noticed you can kind of save survivors. I don't know if they're going to make that an actual mechanic or it's just story-driven. Oh, see that. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because in the demo, you know, I played it, Dom played it. We were like, okay, so what if you can, like, optionally save people? Will they give you ammo or a special item or something? Typically in the case, I, I don't know if they're going to do it just like this minigame, but Operation yeah. Mad Jackal was, like, where... You can save survivors in that game mode and they would give you like ammo parts or guns or stuff like that. It could be like a risk reward system because maybe there's like more monsters in the area if you try to save them or if you want to let them die, then that could be a thing as well. So that'd be like pretty cool if they did that. Yeah, it could be an interesting way to like up the difficulty. What else you felt about the demo, James? Uh, I thought it was interesting to let us see the human, uh, the transformation between humans and lichens. With the uh, the old dude. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember it. Like, the dude that got, like, bucked by the shotgun. Yep. You're surprised of everyone is obviously the, the, the lady that's with something. You know, you think, you know, he's going to get out of here, go adventuring, and then not just just dies. You know, kind of a bit yeah. out of nowhere, I thought it was. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. I thought she wouldn't be, like, an important character, though, because you see her in trailers multiple times, and, like, she just dies in a demo. Like, oh, shit, there goes my um expectation right there. I'm yeah. kind of disappointed by that, <laughs> admittedly. That kind of got me thinking about the survivor thing. I'm like, okay, they made her look important, but then she just dies. So I'm like, can this happen with other characters you meet? You think Ethan's going to have Georgia. any kind of semi-permanent kind of person he runs it around and now and again that isn't trying to kill him? Yeah. Fair, so, uh, maybe, hopefully. Uh, I mean, we got what looked like the Dead Factory towards the end of it. I, I call the Dead Factory only because of Resident Evil 3, but it kind of reminds me of that. So I, I have a funny feeling that might be like the end of the game. Because you know how Resident Evil is. They have the creepy wherever you are, and then it ends up in a lab. Usually. <laughs> this tends to be how it ends. Either in a lab and something self-destructs. That's that's pretty standard. Yeah. I've been doing that for 25 years. And a rocket launcher, too, by the way. Yeah, and pretty much. And a helicopter at the end. Someone escapes yeah. on a helicopter. Yeah. Someone escapes. The tyrant I'm dies at the end. That. The usual fanfare. Yep. We wouldn't have it any other way, would we? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been working. <laughs> any thoughts about the trailer so far that you saw at the end, James? Uh, Chris and whoever the special forces guy that's with them is was uh they give us another little tease of Chris, so I thought that was cool. Mm. They're still not obviously not going to tell us why he's here, or what his objective is, so that's going to be the fun part. Oh, you I think maybe he's the reason that Rose went uh, a wandering, perhaps. Could be. Uh, that is true. We didn't bring that up earlier, but yeah. No, no, we, we didn't mention Chris admittedly. No, we did miss this. He turns up. Uh, not really doing much, just kind of being there and even being pretty upset, which makes sense. I would be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, make, it makes sense, this whole idea of trying, you know, he's, he's kind of this gray area. You don't know. They don't want you to know. They want you to just purely guess, you know, uh, is he a bad guy? Is he not? I mean, he's not going to be by the end of it, but uh, I suspect he's done some pretty shady stuff. I mean, he yeah, shot I Mia to death, so that's that's generally not a good sign. Yeah, I yeah, can't. No loss. Oh, what is what's up? I said no loss was um well lost with Mia. It's okay. <laughs> wow, wow, he <laughs> must have really hated that tank. You sure you're not talking about Zo? Admittedly, admittedly, that was the slowest part of RE7, but yeah. Yeah, the, the no, no, dude, she slower. cut off my arm, man. Fuck that. Oh, that <laughs> was true. Like, it was a bad starting point in the relationship. I will admit. Oh my god. Then I had not, a boss fight with her. Made. Anyways, we're getting horrendously off topic. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should talk more about the demo. Man, the controls are way better. I th is that is this unanimous uh, opinion here? Compared Mostly, to seven, yeah. I feel like they really made the controls just way faster. It's very about the same to me, just you no, know, a little faster. Right, not much different. Also, James, you can skip cutscenes now. You don't have to wait. Around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Don't get don't get Dom started on that shit. He was all about that. He was like, finally, I have to watch the same cutscene six times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just based, you know, because I finished seven about a month ago and I went to the demo. I'm like, wow, this is a lot better. Just I don't know. Seven feels very sluggish now if I get to compare between them. So I'm glad they took that into consideration. 
So you've got um, very, very high hopes for this then. Very high hopes. Much higher than uh, the previous game. Not that the previous game is bad, but they definitely uh, were getting their feet wet with this whole first-person thing. It, it needed some work, and 8 is proving to fix a lot of problems that 7 had. I said this before. Um, usually, when it comes to a gameplay formula, you have to kind of deal with the sort of, like, past bearings and how it was before before they move to the sequel and improve it like obviously re2 is a better game than re1 and there's some quality of life improvements for sure yeah that's why i was compared to re1 like no the sequel greatly improves on this predecessor heck even like in case like re4 and 5 like 5 has some better quality of life changes than 4 did but people won't acknowledge that unfortunately it's one of those things where you gotta walk before you can run that's pretty much how 7 to 8 is at yep. least to me. James, any thoughts on Mercenaries? Uh, oh. I'm hyped. I fucking love Mercenaries. It's probably one of the best side modes they ever did for Resident Evil, period. Uh, the fact that you can upgrade and like change your loadout and do all that's a much-needed improvement. Get buffs while you're while you're fighting, too. Absolutely. Yeah, that too. That's going to be interesting. Are they temporary? Like, Do we know or we have no idea? I think I, it's temporary. Imagine it will be temporary, yeah, for the section sort of thing. I mean, I, we mentioned earlier we just be suspected that maybe not everyone's a big fan. The fact they kind of change up mercenaries, been waiting so long, and then they get it, they're like, "Wait, this isn't what I remember." Um, but I, I, I'm in agreement. I think the changes that have been made that are subtle enough. They're not huge differences. I think they're very much needed. I feel like people don't think about it. It's like, look, we had what was Operation Mad Jackal, so that's technically the first, yeah, sort of style of mercs. Ninety nine, two thousand. 99 yeah 99 Jeez. four four changed it up again that was a big change it's it's kind of stuck that way all the way through uh to six mm-hmm. so i kind of feel like it makes sense that after like four iterations of mercenaries they'd have to do something a little different for it after nine years of no mercenaries they changed it and they brought it back the only thing i know that's not going to happen but i wish is co-op i don't know who the other character yeah. would be but uh, i, ha- I have a i have a feeling it's, it's they're not gonna, gonna be works. It's not yeah be. it's not gonna be there it's which is this the way it's because obviously it's going to be reversed, but that's that shouldn't be a huge downer. That that shouldn't like disenfranchise people from playing Mercy. It's still going to be very fun, enjoyable. I'm very sure. Yeah, this is one of those things. It's like, damn it, I couldn't put the uh, couldn't let me eat my cake too. <laughs> Any final thoughts on Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, James? Uh, I noticed Nick has been really refining his voice for Leon. Like he sounds a lot different compared to his RE2 uh, impression, partially because Leon's older. Yes, it's like eight years in between the two time periods, which didn't, is a long time. Didn't they also say it was just a little after Resident Evil Four, like canonically? Two years, yeah, two years, yeah, two years, two years. Um, years after. Okay, so yeah, it's not long at all. And Claire looks as good as she always does. Yeah, I yeah, I'm I biased. I'm biased, how... so I will not. I will not comment. I don't need to. I will never understand how people call RE2 remake clear ugly, but yeah, that's another. Topic. She looks. Oh, I mean, it's, it's not this to me. To I mean, be fair, it's like too. seeing her in Infinite reminds me a lot more of her kind of more, her her original design to me a little bit more than sort of with remake two. I don't know if that's a opinion that's shared at all. Like it, it feels like it's much more of a callback to to sort of that sort of that you know the earlier games in a way. But I don't know. That might just be me. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, by the way, either. But not at all. <laughs> and then RE on VR, and I think James will be finished after he gives thoughts on that. Yep. 
Uh, it's the meme that keeps on going. RE4 is on everything, <laughs> and Capcom will find a way to make you buy it. It's a dead horse that's unbeatable. Fair play to them. <laughs> I don't mind it. I, I'm not really a VR person, so it's not really my thing. But, hey, people that love VR, now they have a real game to look forward to here. Yep. All right. That's I... about it. I'm just super anticipating it, so I hope it's as good as it looks. All right, All right Mr. James, outro yourself, sir. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DevHunterJames and Twitch at the same link. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to yeah. get another guest in here. That was James. Thank you for contributing, sir. We need to do this often. Like we can get people to give their opinion and be able to, you know, rapid fire or be a permanent panel. That will be fine. Yeah. Guest system seems like it's a pretty good idea so far. Yeah, it's working pretty well. All right. So we're going to let you go. and We're going to get the next guest caller in. See you, folks. See you, dude. See, See you. you guys. See you. All right, let's get Enderlution. Add him, and then he has 10 minutes, and I think we'll be good. We'll be wrapping up after him. Hey, how's it going, Enderlution? Hey, Ender. Can you hear us, sir? Oh, no. I think he's dead. Like a oh, zombie. No. Discord did it again. Oh, uh, he's, he's I was muted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So... All right. So we're going to give you, like, 10 minutes to sort of, like, go through right. what you felt about the showcase. Okay. So, thoughts on the new trailer? Uh, it's really hyping me up for Village when I keep watching it. It's uncovered new things we didn't know in the past. And, yeah, that's all I can say about the new trailer. How you feel and about the... Do you play 7 at all, out of curiosity? Yeah, yeah, yeah I find them 7. So how, how do you feel this is kind of like building upon everything that uh, Seven kind of I suppose, started with and experimented with and now they're kind of refining it for, for Village? I feel like uh, it's much better when it comes to that. Ethan, his voice acting, I can really tell, really developed with that, as you saw in the demo. Mm -hmm. Did you and... play the demo, sir? Yeah, I played the demo. Uh, I think... I heard you guys talking about that it was the PlayStation, like the last gen version, but I I noticed that ray tracing was in the settings for the PS5 version, so I noticed that. So that might be similar to the final product that we get. Um, like in the version you've played, like because I have not played the PS5 version, is there any other differences that you want to sort of point out for PS5? Honestly, I couldn't point anything out other than it just looks so good because I didn't really look at everything because there was a timer, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately. I did like that they added the photo mode, though. Yeah, that's that's another good thing. Uh, the question but, is now, with the photo mode, will you still be able to see Ethan's face or not? Because it's going to be a little so, bit weird. So I think with that... I went in on it, and you can't see Ethan at all. You can see nothing. Oh man! So it's so it's literally just a headless body again. It's <laughs> just nothing. He's just totally invisible. What? Uh, he has a head. It's just um, you can't faces uh blanked out in certain scenarios. In um, the, in Resident Evil Seven. No, Resident Evil oh, 7. Seven. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I went on the photo mode, I was uh, getting bitten by a werewolf, and I saw nothing of Ethan. So. I like how they gave us a photo mode, but you only have 30 minutes in a demo. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's not, really, it's not really enough time to play around with it, is it? Yeah, I don't think you can, no. like, actually move around, like, in other photo modes. Where you just... Oh, you pause it right here. You can only just have that for photo mode. But I like that the combat's improved as well. You can kick enemies back. That'll be really helpful. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the trauma pack that was uh, revealed, that has a max difficulty that you're getting. So I'm curious to see what that does. Oh, it's an early yeah, unlock because yes. you're gonna unlock it in the game anyway, like Madhouse. You can buy it to unlock it early. Yeah, go through that mode. You could probably but, unlock yeah. it maybe. Or yeah, that's yeah, yeah, you play for it's just if you buy the deluxe version, you can um have yeah, the hard says, available straight away, which is says max difficulty. So I was just curious about maybe there's cassette tapes or something like similar to seven. Yeah, because th that's pretty much similar to Madhouse. I assume it's going to arrange the enemies the same way or maybe do some shenanigans that are completely different compared to the other difficulties. Um, the new difficulty is called Village of Shadows, I believe. Village well, of Shadows. Yeah. I didn't know um, that. So, yeah. Very interesting. But, yeah, so, yeah, I, I was just curious about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave aside my thoughts on i think it's a questionable business practice to be doing it but it is what it is i suppose okay uh next is mercenaries right yep so i think that it's really good they're bringing the mercenaries back it's not the same at all like basically because it's first person you can talk to the duke you can upgrade everything but i'm really hyped for it mm -hmm. so we'll just have to see what's in store with that I'm glad that's also another game mode we can play in Village. So they've really been doing that. I just hope there's the variety, as mentioned earlier, as we got with 7 within DLC. Well, so I mean, they, I mean it has that. to be, right? I mean, some of that DLC was fantastic. Maybe it, some it, it, extra story DLCs. Well, Jack's 55th birthday, version 2. Lady D's 55th birthday. I can get behind Oh, God. <laughs> Man, she's a, a way past that age, though. But how would that turn out? Um, I mean, I'd be curious, but I would be absolutely petrified to ask. <laughs> Long um, ago in a distant yeah, time. Yeah, race is going to be at the gate or behind completion of the story. It's a good question, actually. I reckon it might well be completion of the story. <laughs> yeah, so uh, really excited to see that back. Last time we had that was six. 2012. Yep, nine years. Yep, so, long nine years. Uh, next, Infinite Darkness. Mm -hmm. So, I'm a huge fan of RE4. I'm glad we're gonna see President's, well, Ashley's dad, the president. Mm -hmm. So, I'm glad that's gonna happen. Ashley's dad, but not Ashley. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Ashley. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to see. That's that's coming out in July, they said. So, really hype for that. Though we did, as mentioned before, there wasn't much revealed about that. So, nope. No. They're being very strong on Infinite Darkness. Probably for the best, actually. Yeah, I I don't know if they'll show anymore. 
I think that might be it. I imagine they'll do maybe it's like one more little teaser, maybe like um, late June, maybe really early July, just something maybe a couple of weeks before. Honestly, but, yeah, um, because uh, there's no numbered date. They just no. said July. I imagine they'll do something. Yeah, and then that's when they'll announce the actual full, when it's actually going to be coming out. Yeah, I, yeah. I would make sense to me, I'd reckon. Yeah, so we'll just have to wait on that, find out and see what's coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, oh, de- there's the Dead by Daylight teaser. I, I knew it was coming. Oh, I made I a joke about, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it's long overdue, I reckon. It is long. There is an irony that finally everyone's going to get their Silent Hill Resident Evil crossover they've always wanted, except it's <laughs> in the realms of Dead by Daylight. Well, it's uh, probably the closest we're getting. Yeah, so you're never getting any closer than that. So it's long overdue. Long overdue. Um, I haven't played Dead by Daylight for a while, but it, it makes possible sense. So The reveal for that is May 25th. Yes. So the question, of course, is who's who's your survivor and who's your killer? I've got I... theory. Oh. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you could have potentially so many people, especially like survivors, especially... I like Heisenberg feels like a decent actual shout as a potential well, hold killer. On. I, I reckon. Uh, going by the lore, wait, hold on. Go by the lore of Dead by Daylight. The person, um, the killer in question is um either be deceased or pulled in by um the entity that controls them, and the survivor is the same case. Mm-hmm. So theoretically speaking, though, the characters that are dead in um Resident Evil, though, they, those guys could be the killer. So in other words, Wesker could come in and actually be the killer. It, it could like there's there's uh, you could throw a lot of names. I think that's one of the strengths of Resident Evil is you could throw a lot of names at both sides, and you can't really say they're wrong. Like I I'm just saying I would absolutely love to see freaking Jack Baker turn up. Uh, yeah, yeah like, as, as the killer, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously that he's kind of a bit of a face anyways of uh reverse, especially. So I think him turning up maybe as the killer, I think would be absolutely amazing. Can you imagine being chased by that madman across <laughs> the map? He'd be like the best hillbilly killer. <laughs> <laughs> he's an amazing man. He did such an amazing job. So uh, and I think he'd be great. You know, he's got the weapon, you know, the double chainsaw thing, so he's got that going for him. Um, like I think he, he he seems like a really good show. I could see Heisenberg. I think someone suggested Baker to me a couple of days ago. I'm like, how did I not think of this? And then yeah, there's also, survivors. Uh, there's like, where do you start? Jill, Claire, Leon, Chris, freaking well, that Leon. Or, there's so many people you could guess. So that were offshoots like freaking uh, the characters from Outbreak or the characters yeah, from you could have or, that, you could have Ethan if you wanted. Like you could have so many different. Oh characters. yeah, Fitz is Ethan. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's going to be. Even. I think I think it'd be Ethan. My guess, if I had to put money, would be Jack Baker and Ethan. But like, you could have so many people potentially, which is to the which is to the series um, credits and strength. To be honest, can you yeah, imagine? Or... Oh, uh, can you imagine Nemesis just running at you? You think they Ooh. might do that? See, I yeah. I thought that as well, but it doesn't. To me, it doesn't really fit. Yeah, it wouldn't fit it. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. How do you work that in? Like, they make uh, pyramid head kind of work, I guess. Although to me, it's still pretty jarring. Oh, honestly, though, that will make him a more unique, um, unique killer within Dead by Daylight because uh, mm-hmm. he would be probably the one or few characters that could actually run because characters could teleport as well. So, running is not that of a possibility. No, 
no, admittedly not, but I, I'd be surprised. Um, you know, I don't know. Like again, it goes to the fact that there's no front of answers, and no one can really say you're completely wrong, which I think adds to the mystery a little bit. But uh, yeah, I, I think indeed. it's long overdue. Dead by Daylight is such a success story, and how that has it's grown. Smash Bros. of fucking horror games. Yeah, dude. it's yeah, amazing. Pretty it much, it's absolutely astonishing the growth of that game and the popularity that it has built over the years. Um, you know, we've had all these crossovers, and it's about bloody time that Resident Evil got involved. How they've not yet, I don't have a clue. If they don't do like a Resident Evil cross Silent Hill trailer just for funsies, I'm gonna be so disappointed. That would be so great. Just as a game, that possibility would be so fucking fantastic. Jet, 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 I can I picture Jet May just being a complete lunatic in and Heather just waking up, just like, what are you doing? Ah, <laughs> oh, a man can dream. A man can dream. Yeah, I yep. say we'll find out. We'll find out in a few weeks or so. But uh, like, I haven't played Dead by Day. I don't think months, but uh, I might well give it a spin just to uh, depends who they announce a little bit. But I think it should be good. And maps as well. Like, there's, I mean, these we come with a map or two from like the series they've come from. I mean, like, there's so many. There's that would so be many. a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, Enderlution. Whenever you can, you have to do your outro because we have to go soon. Okay. So, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Enderlution. Same with Twitch, and. I'm also on YouTube, Enderlution. So I want to thank everybody for having me on as a guest. No worries, man. And, yeah, no hopefully problem. Hopefully, we can do this in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Some more. Definitely. Definitely. Right. Okay, so Take care, sis. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 No more guest calls, right? Yep. That is it for tonight. Are you sure? I I am positive. I asked like two times, and I'm like, it was just those three. But (laughs) if it's something in the future where like maybe people's friends or whatever, because I don't want like complete randoms out of the street of the (laughs) RE Pierce town. I want to keep it between friends. So if we manage to reputations in this server will be on the line. So yeah, Ren Ren doesn't Ren doesn't want Hobo Joe running a muck in the call. Hobo Joe. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I I think in server calling and maybe people with their own fans, if they want to call in and they have discords, you know, I might try to arrange it where my discord is on the screen and they can sort of send me a friend request if you people know them. Uh, Yeah, we'll work it out. Uh, so we're gonna sign out and do our outros here with the panel. Who is going first? I guess Dan, you can outro yourself, sir. Huh. All right. Uh, you can find me mostly on Twitter at the Dirty Dan underscore. I talk about survival horror, fighting games, retweet art, uh, animal videos, like. So yeah. All right, Brandon. Since you spoke while I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on. <laughs> Twitter at Immortal Brandel, Twitch at Sir Brandel, everyone else is none of your goddamn business. Indian givers, porn videos. He's, <laughs> he's probably on that. You. <laughs> Fuck him, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do nothing. Uh huh. All right, next up is Mr. Black Shadow. Yep, yeah, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Black Shadow Black 93. Also doing the occasional Twitch stream here and there at black underscore shadow underscore 993 because someone got to name before me, which makes me very cross every single time I stream. But uh, it is what it is. Hey, Dava, what's your outro, sir? 
All right. All right. Just want to say thank you guys. And I'm primarily YouTube again. And, you know, so it's Hey Deva, H E Y D E V U H. Hey Deva. I do have an Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, I mean, but my following isn't as big as in YouTube, but you guys could find me there on Instagram as Hey Deva or on Twitter, H D E V U H. Agatha, outro yourself kindly. <laughs> kindly? Or I said kind. I said kind. Aggressively. <laughs> aggressively, <laughs> that that works too. <laughs> I am Agatha. I am on Twitch. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Zelda and Resident Evil content on Twitch. Uh, at um, I don't, I don't even really know how to pronounce it. Like with the way it's, it's your channel. spelled funny. But, yeah, channel. I'm Agatha, but it's spelled A A A G A T H A. Um, I'm also on Twitter, which is, which is also um, the same with you, Black Shadow. Someone stole my name. Come so on. it's Agatka1, A-A-G-A-T-K-A-1. So, yeah. What are the odds of someone stealing your name like that? I hate when that happens it's so weird, much. It's weird, right? Like, to the exact name, just stealing it. I'm like, I, I had that situation happen before on PSN. The internet is the worst place. Yeah. Great. Why are we even here? <laughs> Dirty Daniel. Can, Dirty Daniel. Outro yourself, good sir. I didn't. I just do that. Oh no, you didn't. No, 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 you did not. Outro yourself. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, what was your uh, Twitter again? It. Yeah, just do it. Hmm. What was your Twitter again? It. Since you posted it. Yeah, that, that is my Twitter. Oh, okay. Just say it out loud for the audience. I guess, I guess, but yeah, you can find me here on Twitter at the Dirty Dan Triple underscore. This is where I am most of the time here in Discord as well. All right, Desmond Flicks, outro yourself, good sir. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Desmond's Flicks, uh, for any horror content and cult, uh, cult film reviews. And you can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Desmond's Flicks. Thanks for having me. No problem. And last no but problem. not least, well, before we outro myself, we have Menstruating Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I had to read that out loud. I had to read it out the, loud. The, the best Discord name. The best I, one. Thank you. It's been voted uh, top top three for some time now. Uh, no. uh, but thank you so much, guys, for having me join you uh, tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and again, I'm on Twitch. If you ever want to check out my streams, I do a lot of horror games, uh, Trash Queen. Um, and if you don't mind going on Spotify, check out Daddy Home Podcast. Um, me and a fellow comedian host a show every single week, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So thanks again for having me. Sure thing. All right, and now I'm going to outro myself. So you can find me on Twitter at RenOperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. I will be putting out content on the podcast channel because we recently played MK9 over the past week. That was also fun. Along with this podcast, I'm going to be working on it. Um, people in the chat, you can post your socials. So if you want to get more acquainted between the panel, you can definitely do that. And I think this was a fun podcast. We're definitely going to do more guest callers in the future, and we're definitely going to do more RE content when Village comes out. There will be a podcast reviewing the game. 
Um, that's going to be sometime in August, I believe. And look forward to that. So we are signing out. And once again, take care out there in podcast land. See you. See you, See you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.